Rise Up Podcast Community. Bit.ly slash Rise Up Pod Community. Overtime Heroics. Join the forums for free at OvertimeHeroics.com. It's episode 98 of the local Sunday Sports Podcast, and it's the new conference workshop. Instead of building bookshelves and tables and all that sort, we're going to build an eight-school conference and a massive school conference from old ones. You can even say we're recycling conferences. And we're also stacking up a championship shelf that'll last for several days, especially one in the Cincinnati-Dayton area. Welcome to the new conference workshop on the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Welcome to another installment of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Opening theme from Music Radio Creative. Visit the LeeWMallon.com slash podcast to listen on your favorite podcasting platform. Now for our host, Lee W. Mowen. Welcome to episode 98. This podcast is being recorded at Wright State University's Nishwood Stadium, which is home of the 2019 Horizon League Baseball Championship. We got about two hours or so before our next game, which we'll talk about a little bit later on in the episode. So yes, we're taking this podcast on the road. Was planning on doing this podcast episode Tuesday, but I ran out of time, so there you go. But first, it's Mowen's Mailbag, where you ask questions and I try to answer them. So we'll start off with my good friend, hopefully yours too, and co-host of Kenner and Schlemmer, Mark Schlemmer. And Mark's question of the episode is, since you are the guru of kickball and hockey, I don't know about that. Which sport is the tougher to play? And I'm going to... Oh, by the way, Mark calls soccer kickball, so don't be alarmed. I'm going to say hockey. Because you have to learn how to skate, then you have to learn how to control a puck, and keep your possession of the stick at all times. you got to watch out for people coming at you, ready to tackle you, or check you into the boards. Definitely hockey. But that's not saying that soccer's not tough to play. I mean, you need endurance. Sports are tough to play. It's not for everybody. Uh, yours truly is definitely not an exception to that. But out of the two, I'd say hockey. Because you got to learn how to skate. you got to learn balance. you got to wor- work on physicality. I was going to say learn physicality, which I guess work on it. That's learning. Yeah, hockey is tougher to play than soccer, but I respect all athletes because sports are not easy to play, full stop. Again, thank you, Mark Schlemmer, for the questions. And now I have a couple from May 17th, and this is back when Dayton hosted the Fordham Rams. Jay Kafer on Twitter, Jay underscore Kafer said, Who is your favorite local SID to work with in the press box? And I know he wants me to say Jay, but I'm going to say there's not an SID I don't like working with. I like working with all the people I do at Wright State and Dayton. Although Jay makes it very interesting in the press box during Flyers baseball games, so there is that. But like I mentioned, there's not an SID that I don't enjoy talking sports with, hanging out, and you know, being part of their lives. 
And the follow-up question is from Ryan Phillips, RJPhillips09 on Twitter. Follow-up question, who is your favorite local marketing person to work with in the press box? See, trying to share the word of this podcast is fun, and then I get questions like, who's your favorite? And just like the previous SID question, which I said all of them, I'm going to say all of them as well, although there's not as many marketing people I work with compared to SIDs, or at least that's what it seems like. So to wrap up those two questions, I enjoy working with everyone at both institutions. And that concludes Malin's Mailbag for episode 99. Send in your questions. Planning on recording the episode Monday or Tuesday. And then I'm putting myself in deep, deep water because last time I promised an episode was coming out, it turned out, oh, wait, we're doing it like three days afterwards. So I probably should stop saying times, but, you know, there we go. So on the intro, you heard that I called it the New Conference Workshop. That's a reference to the New Yankee Workshop, which is a show and everything, or was a show, I don't know. But, yeah, they made... They made tables, they made stuff. It was on PBS. Watched it as a kid, and... Yeah. Yeah, that's where that reference comes from. Or, if you like a funnier reference, go watch Mad TV's Paul Timberman's Workshop with Will Sasso. It's pretty much New Yankee Workshop, except he keeps stapling himself, and he loses his thumbs, and it gets pretty gory. It's pretty funny to me, but, you know... There's that. So, we'll go ahead and start with the new conference workshop. There are two new high school conferences starting up in a couple years, as you might know. And the Miami Valley League set to start this fall. But these two new conferences now have names. And no, one of them is not cross-county conference. Meaning the CCC name is going to die after 43 years, I believe. It's crazy. His cross-county conference got started in 1978. And there's actually really cool historical references to both of these, which we'll touch on in a little bit. We'll start off with the Three Rivers Conference, which out of the CCC, Covington, Bethel, and Miami East are forming with Milton Union, Troy Christian, Northridge out of Dayton, Lehman Catholic out of Sydney, and Riverside. And no, not Stebbins. This is the Graf Riverside up north. Really close to the name Three Rivers Athletic Conference, which is in Northwest Ohio and includes Lima Senior, Finley, and the Clay Eagles, who played hockey at Frozen Creek last winter, if you need a reference. This league looks pretty close-knit. The farthest away would be North Dayton. That's where Northridge is, right off I-75. Milton Union, pretty close to most of those schools, actually. And there's a historical reference. The original Three Rivers Conference started off in 1973 with Covington, who's coming back in, Miami East, who's back in the new Three Rivers Conference, and also Bethel. And the Cavaliers of Layman Catholic founding members, the ones not joining the new Three Rivers Conference that were founders back in 1973, Versailles, Northwestern in Springfield, Indian Lake, and Graham. There's also Springfield Catholic Central that's joined up before the league folded in 1981-82. But, like I mentioned, that's, what was it, four? 
the original members are back in this new TL TRC. TLC, yes, they're on MTV's TLC. Now, the Three Rivers Conference, you have Covington, Miami East, Bethel, coming back in with Layman Catholic. Good locations. Like I mentioned, the farthest you're going to have to go is to Graff, which is northern Miami Valley, and farthest south will be North Dayton, where the Northridge Polar Bears play. But it's not too bad of a trip on 75, unless you hit 75 rush hour traffic, which... That sucks, but there you go. And the second one, which is set to begin in 2021-2022, so not for a couple more school years, the Western Ohio Athletic Conference. And this is where the bulk of the cross-county conference teams are heading, along with two former members of the SWBL, Preble Shawnee and Dixie, out of New Lebanon. Your 10 CCC members taken off for this WAOC, Twin Valley South, Tri-County North, National Trail, all those schools in Preble County, along with Dark Counties, Arcanum, Franklin Monroe, and Sonia, and Tri-Village, and Mississinawa Valley, and in Miami County you have Bradford and Newton. Except Dixie, all schools were founding members of the Cross County Conference, even Preble Shawnee, they took off for the SWBL back in 1984, and, of course, CCC found in 1978, like I mentioned earlier. And everyone else except the Arrows been part of that conference for 43 years. Outstanding. So this is basically a continuation of the cross-county conference with a brand new name, the WOAC, as people on the message boards of Yappy have called it. And some other not-as-friendly names, as you can imagine. Like I mentioned, historical reference, and the travel isn't too bad, except now Preble, Shawnee, and Dixie have to go up to Newton, Bradford, and Miami County, and up north to Ansonia, Mississinawa Valley. Although, if you think about it, is that any worse than Dixie going to, say, Waynesville all the time? That leaves the Arrows and Greyhounds leaving the... SWBL Buckeye Division and the future of the SWBL I'm not sure who do you add at this point I mean there's 10 teams that are going to be left eventually in a couple school years as I mentioned Milton Union Northridge heading for the new Three Rivers Conference and Preble Shawnee and Dixie now heading to the WOAC to be closer to Twin Valley South Tri-County North National Trail that travel's not going to be bad. And in fact, that's going to leave Preble County with only one school in the Southwestern Buckeye League and the Eaton Eagles. Everyone else will be part of the Western Ohio Athletic Conference, otherwise known as the WOAC. So it'll be interesting to see how high school sports are affected with these new waves of changes. Like I mentioned, Miami Valley League is basically a ripping off of half the G-Walk minus Trotwood Mass and and that starts this upcoming fall. Whereas these conferences won't start getting underway till 2021. So, still a little while. But, these new conferences have new names. And we'll swing quickly into college baseball updates. Like I mentioned, this episode's recorded at Nishwood Stadium. Because I ran out of time this week. And I wanted to get an episode out. 
And yours truly is announcing all the games, all eight, possibly nine games of the 2019 Horizon League Baseball Championship. It's great to be back. Great to be working this tournament. It's a lot of fun. Get to see a lot of quality people, quality baseball players, and a beautiful facility at Nishwood Stadium. Although I still... It's weird to me seeing Nishwood Stadium all turf because when I went here, it was all natural grass. Things change. That's a big thing in sports. So to recap the first day of the HL Baseball Tournament, the losers of these games are out of the tournament now, and their season has concluded. Northern Kentucky came back with a walk-off win, a two-RBI single by Preston Pilot. Gives Northern Kentucky a 9-8 win over the number 5 Oakland Golden Grizzlies. And number 3 Milwaukee, who was in second place most of the time, but fell two times out of three their last regular season series. To take the three seed, they handed Youngstown State a 12-3 decision, and that continues the season on for the Panthers. So your games today, it's 3-4-5, and five, and we're going to start a little bit late today. Introductions are scheduled at 11.32. As Wright State will have Norvig, Kentucky. That's a battle of one versus four. Another Cincinnati-Dayton battle. And the second game, scheduled for three, will be number two UIC and number three Milwaukee. That will be a very good game. The Flames have the advantage the regular season. I believe 4-1 and one went the Flames against Milwaukee. I believe that's right. And whoever drops those two games will play later tonight. The winner of that will stay in the tournament, and whoever drops the last game tonight goes home. So again, Wright State, Northern Kentucky, and UIC Milwaukee, that's 1-4 versus 2-3. And the winner of these games play tomorrow at noon here at Wright State. Whoever wins the 7 o'clock game tonight plays at 4 against whoever drops Game 6, which is the winner of Wright State, Northern Kentucky, Milwaukee, UIC. Ten teams in the Horizon League, six with baseball. And you don't realize it until you pick up a program and you spy that the first four teams in the Horizon League, alphabetically, do not have baseball. That's Cleveland State, Detroit Mercy, Green Bay, and IUPUI. Although... Cleveland State had baseball till 2011. Detroit Mercy had baseball till 2004. IUPUI had baseball until 1998, I think. And Green Bay, I'm not sure if the Phoenix ever had baseball or not. They have Nordic skiing, though, so there's that. Milwaukee, Northern Kentucky, Oakland, UIC, Wright State, Youngstown State. That's your six teams that participate in baseball, and the winner of this bracket will get to have a trip to the regionals. Your final regular season standings in the Horizon League had Wright State going 22-8. The clinching game was a 28-10 win over Oakland, followed by UIC. They won two of the last three and took the tiebreaker away from Milwaukee. Both teams went 18-11 in regular season play. Fourth place to Northern Kentucky 12-18, Oakland 9-18, and Youngstown State 7-20. Horizon League tournament goes on until Saturday, May 25th. The championship game is scheduled for noon Saturday, but whoever goes in the winner's bracket and loses that game, well, we'll have a game nine, and that's scheduled for four o'clock. 
like I mentioned, it's an honor to be part of this tournament. It's really cool to see conference tournament here at home. And now we talk about the other D1 schools in the area. We'll start off with the Big East Conference as they have their tournament at Prasco Park in Mason, which is on the campus of Prasco. The nice thing about the Big East Baseball Championship being in Mason, Ohio, other than the location, it's got a capacity of 1,250 seats and standing room. No charge for admission or concessions. And that's been the key thing about Prasco Park because the owners make everything free. You come out, you watch some good baseball, you leave happy. Which is the Prasco Laboratories, which is really close to Kings Island. It's close to U.S. Route 42 as well. Your two games in the Big East Conference. At 6.30 tonight, it will be Xavier hosting St. John's University. And the winner of the Big East, the Creighton Blue Jays. Third time that Creighton has won the Big East regular season title. They'll take on Seton Hall and the Pirates. That's all starting today at 2.30, then St. John's at Xavier at 6.30. Mason co-hosting the 2019 Big East Baseball Championship, which is presented by Jeep. And also tonight is Montgomery Inn night. Number two, Xavier, by the way. Whoever loses will play the first game tomorrow, which will be La Rosa's Night, which is good quality pizza in the Cincy area. Montgomery Inn is good quality ribs in the Cincinnati area as well. And then the Game 3 winner and Game 4 loser will play Saturday, and the championship is Sunday at 1 for Hero Night. All but the championship games are on the Big East Digital Network. Championship Sunday is on FS2. It's really cool to see Prasco Park being used. It's great. It's a great experience. And now we'll check out the AAC. As the Cincinnati Bearcats are the number two seed, and they have already picked up a win, their first tournament win since 2008, with an 11-6 win over number seven, Memphis. Your other games... There's been an upset as Wichita State, the 8th seed, takes down the number 1 seed ECU Pirates, 6-2. Number 4, UConn, takes down Houston, 4-3. And Tulane takes down UCF. And head coach Greg Lovelady, former head coach and associate head coach of the Raiders, by a 5-2 margin. And that sets up these games. Actually, it sets up Wednesday's games. UCF. Bounced Memphis in 10 innings, 8-7, so the Tigers are out of the tournament. And ECU got back on the winning track by knocking off Houston, 13-2. So it sets up these games. You can watch all of them on the American Digital Network. As number 4, UConn has number 8, Wichita State. And Cincinnati goes against Tulane in the battle of 2 versus 3. Whoever loses Game 7 plays against ECU starting tomorrow at 3. Whoever drops the game against Cincy and Tulane, has UCF at 7. And championship game will be Sunday, May 26th. It's on ESPN News. And that is scheduled for a noon start. It's presented by Air Force Reserve at Spectrum Field in Clearwater, Florida. 
And we'll look at GetSomeAction.com. That's the Mid-American Conference. And it's at Avon, Ohio. At the Springer Stadium. If that's the same ballpark as All-Pro Freight Stadium with a new name, then that's where Cleveland State last played baseball all those years ago. All the games of the MAC Baseball Tournament are on ESPN+. If you look at the bracket, that's a different logo than what's normally used. It's red. Anyway, two games already in at Springer Stadium in Avon, Ohio, as two upsets. Number six, Ohio takes down number three, Kent State, seven to three. And number four, Miami falls to number five, Northern Illinois, four nothing. That sets up the Huskies against number two, Ball State, today, or tonight, rather, at six. And the Ohio Bobcats have number one, Central Michigan, at two later this afternoon. This morning, Kent State and Miami will battle for Ohio and battle to stay in this tournament. The loser goes home, and then the winner has, I think, four more games to win the tournament. Not counting this one, so it'll be one, two, three, four, five, and six. You don't want to lose in these brackets. Your row gets exceptionally harder, which I don't think you need me to tell you that, but there you go. So that's your MAC conference, and that's the rest of the Division One. Actually, there's one more. It's the Atlantic 10 baseball bracket. I thought I started this second, but there you go. My brain's a little scattered. Sorry. The first day is concluded for the A-10 baseball tourney at Fordham University in the Bronx. And your finals in the first day, number three, Dayton, defeats number six, Rhode Island, 5-2. to two, As former Sinclair Tartan Pride first baseman Persinger hits a three-RBI double to give the Flyers the win. Number two, Davidson, defeats number seven, St. Louis, 2 to nothing. Fordham takes down Richmond in ten innings, 7-6. And Rhode Island knocks St. Louis out of the tournament, 2-1. to one. St. Louis, the number seven seed. I believe they won the A-10 last year. It's a rough year for a slew. Well, that sets up Thursday's games like this. Davidson, Dayton, in just a couple minutes. VCU, Fordham. VCU, the number one seed. This is their first game of the bracket. They'll have number four, Fordham. And then Rhode Island awaits whoever drops Davidson, Dayton. And game eight is whoever drops... VCU Fordham versus number five Richmond and the Spiders. Championship is Saturday. All these games are on ESPN Plus. Lots of baseball to watch on ESPN Plus. It's about five bucks a month. Can't really complain about it. But that's your look at Division One baseball in the tournaments, featuring the six D one schools in Cincinnati, Dayton. Wright State's looking to win the Horizon League tournament here at Nishwood Stadium, and they're playing the first game a little after eleven thirty. Is that huge rainstorm. Let me tell you about driving through that in 675. It wasn't fun, but I got it done. There is an update to Sinclair softball. Like I mentioned, baseball for the Tartan Pride did not get to a regional final, which snapped a streak of four straight. But the softball team is doing quite well. They're in the NJCAA National Championship. That's National Junior College Athletics Association. For the first time. And Sinclair defeated St. Louis by a score of 8-1. to 
And 14 hours ago, the tweet from Sinclair Softball is talking about how the next game is later today, 3.30 Central Time, that's 4.30 here, against Phoenix. Hashtag respect them all, but fear none. Dayton Daily News had a very nice article about Sinclair Softball from Greg Billing. It's talking about how head coach Steve Beachler of Sinclair coaching staff has been driving in these players to respect all, but fear none. That's the hashtag used on all these tweets. But that's your look at local softball, local college baseball. Again, Wright State, Northern Kentucky, Bowson Day. Scheduled to start after 11.30. Can't wait to get back to announcing. It's almost time for Northern Kentucky to take batting practice. So that is a short episode 98 for you here. 97 was fairly short as well, but that's sometimes how the podcast tumbles or something. I'm sure all cool kids say that. Episode 99. It's one away from 100. I still can't believe it. I'm still trying to scramble and figure out how to live stream episode 100. Do an episode long Malin's mailbag, catching all the comments off Periscope and everything. But episode 99 will be who wins the tournaments. We'll give you a full extensive recap on that. Also tell you who's playing for state playoffs in high school baseball and softball. I think softball is getting closer to state titles compared to baseball. And also there's track and field, which, by the way, a quick shout-out, Division Three boys track champs in Twin Valley South, my hometown of West Alexandria. It's really cool to see stuff like that happen, especially in a little town of one constant green light, maybe two if school isn't out, and a subway in an old gas station, and a town of about a 1,000. So, that'll do it for episode 98 of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you for episode 99. Overtime Heroics. Join the forums for free at OvertimeHeroics.com. Rise Up Podcast Community bit.ly slash community. This has been another installment of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the local Cincinnati and Dayton sports podcast. Closing theme by James Anderson from freepd.com. Follow the podcaster on Twitter at the Lee W Mowen, spelled T H E L E E W M O W E N, and the podcast on Twitter at Gem on Queen Crown. Like the Facebook page, the Gem on the Queen's Crown. For every link and platform available to listen to the local Sunday Sports Podcast, please visit the Lee W slash podcast. Would you like a question about sports answered on the podcast? Send a message on Twitter at either account or visit theleewmallon.com and click Contact Me and your question might be answered in a future episode. Thank you for listening and your support of this podcast. <laughs>